They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. My name is Ron Pashery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net. I am here once again with the voice that runs the place, Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd, resident European champion. How long have you held it? It doesn't matter, Ron. I am the European champion. <laughs> this is true. Nobody's willing to challenge you for it. I am also here with the Mr. Sexy Punta Cana, CK Joe Rodermill. AKA Hot Rods. <laughs> Hot Rods. Love it. Uh, just want to let everybody know we will also be releasing an episode of Throwback Madness, uh, Vengeance 2001. I have it on high authority. This is a masterful, <laughs> masterful review. We've That's what we've heard. So we've heard that. You guys now have heard that. So give it a listen. Uh, real quick before we get started, I wanted to mention something. I try to stay pretty lighthearted on this and not get too serious. Uh, so if neither one of you want to even comment on this, totally understand. Biggie, and I don't know if either one of you saw this, posted a picture, I believe yesterday, on Twitter. That was... Uh, the New Day holding their tag championships. Sasha Banks holding her <laughs> women's championship. Rich Swan holding the cruiserweight championship. And it was hashtag black excellence. Now, seems innocent enough. But a lot of people obviously took great offense to this. Uh, replied with a lot of nasty comments. Uh, Kofi actually released a statement today on Twitter. Basically trying to explain it. I thought... His words were beautiful. He explained it as well as anyone could explain it. But for myself, as a white man, I obviously have not lived in the shoes of a black man. But I feel like as a white man, when I feel like I'm on the side of black people, (laughs) I should be speaking up. Because a lot of people don't. They'd rather just say, oh, yeah, I'll just keep my hands out of it. The people who are angry waste no time chiming in their negativity I feel like I should chime in with my positivity the way those people chime in with their negativity the idea of black excellence the way that it was being portrayed is oh what if a white person said that first of all white people we've had a pretty good run (laughs) nobody has ever questioned the excellence of white people Uh, also white supremacy is a very different thing than black excellence White supremacy is still prevalent in our society. It's something that really bothers me, especially when people refuse to see it. So to me, black excellence, being proud of yourself, being proud of your culture, being proud of people who look like you when you've been oppressed for so long, when you've been held down for so long, when you get told, oh yeah, everything's equal, just just get over racism, get over slavery. It's not as easy to get over it when you have to live it. It's very easy to say get over it when it's not part of your everyday life, your everyday existence. So black excellence, I think, is something that we should all be supporting. I'm in full support of The New Day, full support of Sasha Banks, full support of Rich Swan. Part of what Kofi said was there was a time when we were told we have the same opportunities as everybody else. We feel like now it actually is happening. And they're just trying to celebrate the fact that it is actually happening. So I applaud the WWE for putting these people in the position that they have. Uh, I kind of applaud us as wrestling fans because who's selling more merchandise than The New Day and Sasha Banks? 
Is there any woman selling more merchandise than Sasha Banks? Maybe Bailey, but close. It's close. Is there anyone selling more merchandise? Does anybody have as much merchandise as the New Day? I don't think so. Does anybody have cereal like the New Day? No. So the fact that one that WWE is putting them in these positions, the fact that we as fans are open enough to accept this and embrace it and make it possible for them to be in these positions, that makes me proud to be a wrestling fan. I don't know if anyone has anything to say on that. I wanted to say it. I don't know. Anybody? Or should we move on with this show? Hello. It's the outlandish rich one. <laughs> You're right. I, I keep yeah. forgetting it's the outlandish rich one. All right. So that now behind us. The New Day, I'd also like to congratulate the New Day on becoming the longest tag team champions in history. There was, there was a couple questions. That, I mean, I was worried about it, but they did manage to pull it off. Did anyone see this coming? Like, when they started, I don't mean now. Like, when this started. No. Would anyone have ever thought no. that that would end up as the longest reigning tag team champion no. in history? We were both at the Royal Rumble in Philadelphia where they were getting booed, uh, what, almost two years ago? Yeah. Unbelievable run from those guys. I think they're probably going to lose them soon, but you can never take this accomplishment away from them. Um, and they actually kind of played into the whole show on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. It was themed. They, yeah, they opened the show. You know, they were very heavy-handedly mentioning at midnight tonight they become the longest reigning tag team champions. I know I was waiting for that to get brought into play. Like, just because they won at 8 o'clock doesn't Didn't mean, mean they're still going to be holding <laughs> at midnight. <laughs> yeah. There, there's, so, there's some gray there you have to worry about. Yes. Poor New Day. <laughs> the New Day gets a win over. It was a triple threat, right? Yeah. Gallows and Anderson and Sheamus and Cesaro. Aside from the New Day, Cesaro had one of the greatest sequences I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Where he awesome. literally took out everyone else in the whole match except for his awesome. partner. And did it seemingly all in one motion. Yeah. Like, that was that was really entertaining. Never broke stride. He did the leap on the one guy's chest, ran around. I mean, it, yeah, it was... Yeah, the European uppercut off the top rope. It was unbelievable. Uh, that guy's awesome. And I really hope there are good things in... The future for Sheamus and Cesaro. Um, Just that one sequence was like, maybe I should have went. But <laughs> as you know, I was adamant about not going. Yeah, so was I. And Eric almost talked me into it on Friday. Oh, he texted you too? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't see any reason with Cesaro's popularity. I mean, he needs a little work on the mic. They, that's something they could do. His in-ring work is stellar. Why he can't have a title push. Yeah. On any form. Right. And by the way, friend of the show, Richie, mm-hmm. he, he, he went. He attended Raw, and then okay. he took a picture and put a caption. And I quote, he says, you had to be on drugs to want to go to a Raw in 2016. <laughs> and I was not on drugs on Monday. Exactly. I was off my meds on Monday, so. That explains a lot. There. Explains yes. a lot of those late night text messages. <laughs> You're off your meds in the morning. Yes, the New Day wins the triple threat match. So they think they become the longest reigning tag team champions in WWE history. They have their celebration in the back. They accidentally spray Stephanie McMahon with champagne. <clears throat> Soaked her. Soaked her in champagne. She flipped over the bowl of bootios. Then got into cahoots with Kevin Owens, who saw an opportunity to improve his friendship with <laughs> Chris Jericho, which seems to be on the rocks lately. And tells Stephanie that he has an idea. His idea is that he and his best friend 
get an opportunity to dethrone the New Day before they officially become the longest reigning tag team champions. Ends up that Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns also get thrown into this match. So now they've won one triple threat match already tonight. Now they have to basically go through the four top guys yeah. on Raw. The deck seems stacked. <laughs> poor New Day. Yeah. Those poor guys. Uh, but it led to an unbelievable main event. Mm-hmm. I love that main event. Do you feel the same way, Jeff? Yeah, it was tremendous. Uh, I mean, really, they're unbelievable tag team. And it, it, I'm glad Xavier Woods is getting a chance to shine in the ring. Yeah. It was smart that he actually... he is had, great. Yeah. It was, I thought about you. I was like, God, <laughs> Woods is wrestling. I know Ron's happy. Because, <laughs> like, he's really good. He, he gets no love. He... he, mm-hmm. he He's the best one on the mic, and that's what they use him as. But he is so good in the ring. But it made sense for him to use him because the new guy had a fresh guy and actually put that over yeah. before the match even started. Yeah, that was smart. Attention to detail, which you don't get a lot on Raw. Well, we've been getting it for three weeks. We have been. It's three weeks in a row. Um, what led to this, though, I, one, I think my favorite line of the night was Seth telling Owens uh, and Jericho that they're trying to do the Bon Jovi meatloaf reunion tour, <laughs> which I thought was awesome that he said it. And then Jericho's reaction—he's been how many times has he been called Bon Jovi? <laughs> like I'm sure plenty, fifty times. <laughs> yeah, and that he still acted so upset. <laughs> like you'd think he would have. Uh, it would have worn off by now, but no. Yeah, no. He still just cannot stand it. Um, Ayla, what are your what were your thoughts on this whole storyline? Well. Rollins is still talking about Triple H because it's mm-hmm. almost WrestleMania, well, R- yeah, Rumble so leading to WrestleMania. Yeah, so he's going to keep talking about it the entire the entire way until Triple H does show up eventually. He's going to show up eventually, no matter how long it's been. Almost four months now. Yeah, they just kind of <laughs> put that up, which was just like a huge kind of angle. It was awesome, and then didn't touch upon it really. Yeah. Yeah, and with this whole situation, it's like. Since Owens has been Universal Champion, it's just been Owens and Jericho. It's, Owens hasn't really been on be, nope. been out on his own, so it's not easy for me to get invested into a Owens versus Reigns match or a Jericho versus Rollins match. Jericho and Rollins match just have more heat than the Owens Reigns match, but I'll be more into this match because this, these guys, these feuds have not been separated. They've been thrown together. I'll be more interested if this was actually a fatal four way, but I kind of think we're going to get. Some variation of that at the Royal Rumble, whether it's a fatal four-way or a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Somewhere Owens is fate defending this title against two of these guys, whether it's Jericho and Rollins. I know Rollins will be involved in the match more than likely. I have, I have a, I'm really strong, adamant feeling about that. But I'll be more interested in that because you're integrating these four guys. And then I, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even have minded a tag match because even though this is kind of out there, Reigns did have the U.S. title. You could, If the New Day wasn't going to break the record, you could actually had. Rollins and Reigns win the tag titles mm-hmm. and then had Jericho have the US title and just all the titles on the line in one yeah. match. And then it's like the winning team controls Raw, basically. Did Uncle Teddy bring that up to you? <laughs> no, Vince actually and booked all that. titles involved match? Vince actually booked that match before. Did he? When yeah. was this? Um Backlash 2001, the power trip against uh. Undertaker and Kane, because they had the WWF title and Austin, Triple H was the Intercontinental Champion, Taker and Kane won the tag team champions. I, like I said, I'll be more invested in a tag match. But if it was if a one match involved all four of I'll be more invested. But in single matches, I don't really care as much. Yeah, um, that actually leads directly into a listener question for tonight from friend of the show Joe Lafferty. Joe Laff is Owens versus Jericho a match at WrestleMania or the Royal Rumble? 
He says, I see Jericho helping Owens win. I also see Jericho beating Rollins, setting up a triple threat match at the Rumble, leaving it as a Mania match along with Rollins versus Triple H, Goldberg versus Lesnar, Cena versus Taker, AJ versus Nakamura or Balor, Reigns versus The Miz, Enzo and Cass versus Cesaro and Sheamus. That is his fantasy booking update for WrestleMania. <laughs> but do you guys see Owens Jericho at the Rumble or at WrestleMania? Well, it's a straight singles match. Mm-hmm. I would have to say at Mania, then I would kind of agree with what he said. I, I would see probably a triple threat match first because that's kind of the way they seem to be booking it right mm-hmm. now. So if they did a singles match, it would, I would say more towards Mania. Um, it's kind of rough because I kind of had Owens as the Universal Champion going into WrestleMania. I do think we'll see it soon because I think what's going to happen is I do think Jericho will help hope well, forgive mm-hmm. Owens, which is going to be so gold. I cannot wait till he forgives Owens yeah. on Sunday. And then I think Owens will quickly turn on him after that. You think he's going to forgive him or it's going to be a swerve? That no, the he's whole gonna, time either they were just... No, I, no, I think he's really going to like forgive him. It's going to be so gold because Jericho was... He's he's been so great at these situ- at these little situations. I think he's gonna forgive Owens, and Owens is gonna screw him. Yeah, direct on him. Maybe the ne- maybe the next night to build sympathy up. And like I said, I've been thinking maybe we'll get the fatal four or triple threat, and I think was Tri- Jericho will be a part of that match too. This is a, you can go m- many ways with this. If Roman drops the U.S. title, which needs to be done, you could have that fatal four way. But I think that's what's gonna happen. Um, I think that. They're going to hold off on the one-on-one match for a while. That's uh, what I'm so saying. I'm going to say Mania. Yeah. But especially because I think Jericho's probably gone after Mania because I think Fozzie's going on tour officially this time. Oh, um, damn. Yeah. Uh, When's Bon Jovi going on tour? Same time. <laughs> oh, Never seen the two of them in the same well, room. I know. Time, isn't, so. isn't that kind of eerie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but how mad Stephanie had to be over sprayed champagne. I know. What do you think's going to happen? Who does Laugh have facing Joe? Uh, who does he have facing Undertaker? Cena. Cena? I think he thinks Cena is going to be the one to be See, Undertaker's last match. I, I, some of his, car, his card, this is for you, Joe. <laughs> his card is pretty good. I just don't see how you're going to pull off Finn Balor versus AJ. Well, he's saying or Nakamura versus AJ, one of those two. Yeah, you would have to have Nakamura have a call-up soon, which is a possibility. But Yeah, it is possible. I love the finish of that tag match, though. It was awesome. I really did because it kept Rollins and Am- Rollins and Reigns looked strong because Rollins mm-hmm. had the match won, then yeah. Biggie dragged them out, mm-hmm. and Woods just picked up picked up the scraps. I did yeah. like that finish. Yeah, it was a great finish. Uh, and you you just mentioned that the phrase "picking up the scraps" at the end. I liked that. Obviously, the New Day would have to scratch and claw yeah. to get this win. So it was like whatever we have to do to just. Hang on. They weren't going to let it slip away. Yeah, and they they hung on to it. I thought it was a great finish. Also, one of the things I liked was, at one point, Owens saved Jericho from a pedigree, which hasn't happened because Jericho is the one that keeps taking the pedigrees and the spears while Owens leaves him there to take them. He actually saved them from one this time. And then, to close the show, Jericho just let Owens take the spear. <laughs> so it was like the role reversal for the first time where Jericho was kind of the one screwing him over. Um, do you think Owens helps Jericho win as well, or no? No. Joey? No, sir. Okay. So, we'll get to some predictions then. Uh, Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns or Kevin Owens? 
Joey? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Straight up. Yeah, I'm going to say Kevin Owens, too. I don't think they're going to do... Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if they just gave Roman both Because that but something think, Vince would do, but yeah, but I, doesn't I, I make don't sense. think they're going to do it. Um, Seth Rollins and Chris Jericho. Halo? Seth Rollins, because he's on this... He's bent. He's bent on on redemption, trying to get to Triple H. Joey, uh, I'd say Seth Rollins because I think Owens is going to cost Jericho the match. So you think maybe he tries to help him? Tries fails. to help, but fails, and it kind of okay. kind of sets up where we're at right now. And yeah, they're kind of telling you that Owens is going to win because Seth Rollins keeps saying I have to take the Universal Title to get to Triple H. So they're exactly. kind of telling you Owens is going to win. Exactly, that's the story. I'm trying to get to Triple H. How do I do it? First, I have to get rid of Chris Jericho. Then I have to take that title back from Owens. So he is telegraphing kind of that whole night. <laughs> so we kind of already know. Uh, there is no tag team there match is. right now. There is. Did mm-hmm. they announce one? When? Well, a tribute to the troops, is, which is tonight, per spoiler. So if you haven't watched yet, I'm going to spoil you. Okay. La, 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 there was no more contenders match in Shazara 1. Oh, boy. So oh, it's going to wow, be New okay. Day and Shazara for the tag team titles. All right. So I was really looking forward to seeing <laughs> the... Um, in the number one contenders match. Yeah. I was really looking forward to it. <laughs> I know you were. You've yeah. been dying to see it. Uh-huh. Uh, Joey. The Hype wins? Brothers. Who wins? The New Day or Cesaro and Sheamus? That's a difficult one. I mean, if it was against the Hype Brothers, I would say definitely a New Day. I think they have plans on putting the titles on Cesaro and Sheamus. Mm-hmm. So has that plan been escalated? Has it been moved forward? I say so. I say I like Cesaro and... So you think we get a title change? I they think we got a title change. They broke the record. Done and over. Halo? Sheamus and Cesaro. I'm going to go with that, too. I actually I thought that immediately, and then I was like, well, there is no tag match right now. Uh, so I'm going to go with Sheamus and Cesaro as well. I think it. the New Day clearly doesn't need it anymore. There's nothing else they could accomplish on this title run. So... I think it makes sense to boost two other guys up with those belts. Let the New Day just be the New Day. Like, the New Day the new day is bigger than the tag team titles right now, so there's no reason that they need to keep holding on to them. Uh, women's Championship. We did not have Sasha or Charlotte on the show. We got a vignette that was good. I liked that they were... You know, the, the show is called Roadblock End of the Line. Yeah. They said this is the end of the rivalry. And they're, they're hyping it up. I yeah, mean, who came you, up didn't with that? <laughs> you didn't see any of them Somebody on TV. on this show did, I believe. Did. You didn't see them on TV, but they hyped, they hyped the match. I mean, first, they said that, you know, the last one they had the first um, cage or Hell in the Cell, and now they're going to have the first um, match of this version for, for a women's title. Yeah, first Iron, match, Iron Man match for the women's title. Well, Iron Woman match. Yes. They, uh, but I liked that the end of that vignette was like, who is the best? Like, because that's, that's a question I think is not often asked, not often answered. It's like there's a bunch of people who are like good. Mm-hmm. And they put over how they bring the best out of each other. Mm-hmm. I really like that too. Are we going to break the pattern here? Yeah, iron sharpens iron. Are we going to break the pattern? I don't know. Uh, I would, would hope so. Um, the... Other than the vignette, this was something I was thinking of uh, after the show ended last night. I wanted to run it by the two of you. Charlotte, obviously everybody knows how much of a mark I am for Sasha. And I've been on the record as I was not the biggest fan of Charlotte. And then over the course of January through WrestleMania, 
she really grew on me. Yeah. I just really respected her for how much she improved, how good she got, how good she is in the ring, how good her character has gotten. Um, and she, I feel like she has passed Sasha. But Charlotte got great as a heel. And I don't know... When she's not a heel, I don't know if it's going to translate. What's great about Sasha is the style that she has works either way. Yeah, definitely. Because as a baby face, you look at her as like, she's tough, she's scrappy, uh, she's courageous, she'll do anything to win. And then as a heel, she's mean, she's nasty, and she'll also do anything to win. So it actually it fits both ways. I agree with that. I think personality-wise, she works better as a heel, but she's been able to tell a great story on either side of the coin. So do you think once Sasha gets to be the boss, gets to be a heel again, do you think that people, because I think, I feel like everyone's been saying Charlotte is better. Do you think that story will change when Sasha gets to be the boss again? Halo, you want to take that one first? You mean against Charlotte? Just in general, when oh, she yeah. starts getting to be that character. Oh yeah, no doubt, because she hasn't been booked properly, because we, we, she hasn't been on, like, the one person we, essentially, we, she, we've seen her face all year has been Charlotte, because she's been, she was off TV t- twice this year already. Mm-hmm. So, she's only faced Charlotte, so you haven't seen her do anything, and then she's been the I'm happy to be here, the, the girlhood dream come true for Sasha Banks story. Mm-hmm. That's, what it's, that's what it's been, especially every time she won, that, she won a title. She hasn't been given great material to do, but she has. But she's a babyface, so she everything has, she does has to be perfect for you to judge. Charlotte's been excellent, because you have... She has to generate heat for you to hate her, and she's been great in every promo, just about every promo she's gotten, because this wasn't the... Pl- they they kind of fell into this, because mm-hmm. this wasn't the plan. Charlotte was supposed to be the, the clean baby face, and yeah. Sasha was supposed to be the heel. But then, when Charlotte came up, and when the title, the crowd wasn't having none of that, mm-hmm. and, they, and they were forced, <laughs> for, forced to turn yeah, Charlotte heel. Yeah. Joey, what do you think? When we get to see the heel, the boss, Sasha Banks, as she was in NXT... Will people start looking at her in the same light as they are Charlotte? Or do you think Charlotte has passed her and will remain ahead of her? I think she can. I think Sasha can kind of pass by Charlotte again. If when you know she has a title and she has a run, she has free reign with her character, like she did kind of with NXT, the way Charlotte has with her character now. If she's given free reign, she could definitely pass her. But if it's a situation where kind of they want her to remain face and WWE dictates the kind of material they want, then it, you might not see it. But if it's Char- if it's Sasha being Sasha, yeah, for sure. And then another thing is I kind of have a fear <laughs> that she- <laughs> Vince might not even turn her heel because... That's what I'm saying. They it's might the, not give her free reign. It's yeah. the whole... No, it's not that. It's like the whole Roman Reigns Cena thing. Who sells... Like we, like we just said, who sells more merch or just as much, much merch as Roman and Cena? It's Sasha. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, in the New Day. And yeah. Sasha, Sasha's probably your number one woman's merchandise mover. Maybe other, maybe clo- Bailey, maybe close, but, Sa- but Sasha's actually there too. So, and Vince is hell bent on not turning Cena heel or Roman heel because those are his guys. Those are his money guys. It's a whole different era now. So, when that happens, they take a, they they lose money. To, you take a dip about that because like they they send Sasha out to all these events, all these comic cons, all these special appearances. That was that would stop. Here's my one hope for that. My one hope that you would be wrong about that is the fact that she was selling arguably the most merchandise in NXT when she was a heel. Mm-hmm. Like when I went to that first show I went to, I thought I was going to be the only dude there wearing a legit Bosch t shirt. I saw a lot of people wearing legit Bosch t shirts that night. Uh, 
when she was a heel, she was still moving a ton of merchandise. And I think she may have a more adult fan base where they may realize it's not going to affect whether people buy her stuff or not. I also don't think you have to turn her heel, though, to ha- pass, pass by Charlotte. I mean, if you let her be more of a character, she could be the boss without being a total heel. Kind of like Stone Cold being Stone Cold without being a total heel. He does what he's, he wants. He does what he's going to do. He's all out for himself, and people still love him. I think you can kind of have that with Sasha, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, she doesn't have to turn heel, but, I mean, she can be more of a character and still be better than Charlotte. That's if, a good point. If she's given a good total reign, if she's given the opportunity to not, like, get squashed on every pay-per-view, has a nice little run. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. A, a face with an edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halo? Yeah, because... We all know Vince likes to stuff everybody in WrestleMania yeah. now, and then now and now we have a brand split. So you even have more things to to jam into one card. You have two women's titles, you have two mm-hmm. mid cards, you have two world titles. So I can at least see us seeing the triple threat: Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha again at WrestleMania, and, Sa- and Sasha still be a face. I don't want that to happen because I I rather see her versus Bailey and her turn heel on Bailey because nobody's going to share against Bailey. Yeah. That's what I want to see. But now, what? You're for, you'll be forced to do secondary storylines, but what do you do with Charlotte? You really want to keep Charlotte out of the women's title picture that long? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's go, I don't know what's going to happen because you can keep Sasha out the women's title scene, but you can't. It's hard to keep Charlotte out. Right. No, you're right about that. So first women's Iron Man match on the main roster. Alo, who wins? Sasha Banks or Charlotte? I'm glad you went to me first because I got a question. About no, this. Okay. Does Flair get involved? I hope not, because there's no need for him to. I don't know. Uh, I'll just go with with my uh, what I want to happen. I'm going to say no. Okay, Joe. Well, this isn't 2001, and Flair <laughs> doesn't have a 50/50 stake in the company, so I say no. Halo. I hope not. I just want this to be just those two and the linebacker. I could also see him just throwing Flair in there and saying it was a, saying it was a. It was it was part it was a part of the plan be a dirt to be the dirtiest player in the game, but that wouldn't make any sense because he he approved Sasha after she won the title, so that wouldn't really make any sense. So I'm going to say no. Yeah. So Ayla, who wins? Does the pay per view streak come to an end? See, it's so hard because you can. I said you can go so many ways with with booking because Bailey still has Bailey still has a right with Charlotte. We've, remember Nia Jax? Mm-hmm. She's not like most girls. I vaguely remember, remember her. Yeah, she's not like most girls. Remember her? Who's so, that? The big one. <laughs> That's just mean. Yeah. <laughs> is well, that what you said about Trish Stratus? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you said about Lita? After the Matt Hardy Jeff Hardy match on no. Vengeance 2001? There were, there were some choice words. Yeah. There, there were some choice though. words. We don't have a we don't have a, a beeper. Yeah. <laughs> Mama Lo was not happy yeah, about the words coming. Happy. <laughs> Where you learn that from? <laughs> but, um, you know what? I think I'm gonna go Charlotte. Joey? I'm going to put the tiebreaker in your hands because I'm going Sasha. All right. I've been back and forth on this because obviously uh, it could go either way. That's kind of what's good about this. We don't know. Yeah, it is. They've traded it so often. So you could say, oh, they just keep trading it. Or you could also say, well, they've kept trading it. Eventually they won't. Somebody's just going to hold I feel like they have to buck the trend, though. They can't just keep it so. Yeah, my feeling is Sasha winning. Her breaking that, she's not going to hold that pay-per-view record forever, I don't think. 
No, she can't. Although there, a case could be made that they might have been thinking, oh, man, we kind of fell backwards into this whole Undertaker WrestleMania streak thing. We'll never have anything like that again. Now they have Charlotte at, what, 13 straight pay-per-views winning title matches? So they may be thinking, well, we have something here. Um, but I think Sasha winning, Sasha having won the title on Raw and actually keeping it, I think that story means more it, it than be Charlotte better. just winning it. Back. Yeah, it would be better. So I'm going to say Sasha. I hope it's Sasha. I'll, it's going to be good either way. Like they'll, they'll be able to do something good with it. But I, I think, like you said, bucking the trend, doing something different as opposed to them just flipping it back and forth. I mean, forward. you don't have – I mean, this kind of goes to the issue you had when we had the brand split and you wanted to see the women's division all on one show. To have Charlotte have that kind of pay-per-view streak, you don't have the talent just on Raw to keep the women's division interesting enough to have her win every pay-per-view. Right. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that her beating her on the, the first pay-per-view loss, her actual first title defense – on a pay-per-view, like where she doesn't just lose it immediately. Yeah. I think that that is a story. It'd that, be a great way to have her with starting a nice title run. Yeah. I, th- I think she deserves it. She's had two 27-day title reigns. How long has this been? Was it three weeks now? With Sasha? It's not been 27 days. Yeah. So I, I think she deserves to have... Charlotte's held it for over 300 days uh, since, I guess, with the Divas title included. Um, I think Sasha has earned a run with it for a little while. Not saying she has to hold it till WrestleMania, but she deserves to at least defend it on a couple papers. Yeah. So that's get this pay per view win. Yes. Uh, Cruiserweight. We have a triple threat match between Alo. I apologize for missing this the first time I brought it up. The Outlandish Rich Swan defending his Cruiserweight Championship against TJ Perkins and the Brian Kendrick. I'm the man with the plan. I like the title of the swan song kick i had not heard that before <laughs> so maybe they finally named it um i like that kendrick is trying to get them to turn on each other and joey and i actually watched a little bit of 205 live when we got here tonight and it seems like it may be working perkins said uh you know the next time i kick you out cold it's not going to be by accident mm. So there's a little edge to TJ yeah. Perkins. They're getting a little bit of to, on 205 to Live. Little character development on 205 Live. Do we even know who won that match? Yeah, Swan. Okay, so Swan. Then um, they kind of they kind of fought afterwards. I didn't because we're starting the show right before it, but they started like after the win, had a little issue in the ring with each other. Yeah. So Kendrick is getting to him. Kendrick's getting so Kendrick beat him on Raw, and then. I think now that he's lost to Kendrick clean, uh, I think, yeah, you're seeing the seeds start to blossom a little bit in in Perkins, like, huh, like maybe I need to do something different. Because he was riding high for a little bit, and now he kind of has gotten pushed to the background. One thing you should uh, look into when we were watching 205 Live earlier, too, is the um, interaction between Austin Aries and um, per- um, Kendrick. Kendrick. Oh, also, he's so good. Dude, they're bouncing out of each other. It was pretty entertaining so, I gotta watch to watch. It. He's so good. It was good. To listen to, I should say. It was good. And Kendrick saying at one point, I think, like, ah, oh, it's really nice to talk to a like-minded individual. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't know if this was a mistake by Kendrick. And it worked. I hope he meant to do it, because if he meant to do it, it's even better. But he said, uh, I know you're the, the greatest man alive. And Aries 
you know, correct him. Like, no, the greatest man to ever live. Like, because there, <laughs> there is a difference there. Yeah. The greatest man alive, fine. I'm the greatest man alive. But the greatest man who ever lived is a much bigger deal. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's a bigger accomplishment. And so, yeah, it means if, more. If he was trying to make, like, a little dig at him that you're not as great as you think you are, it was great. But, uh, yeah, I and Rich Swan, I feel like he's getting really over. Yeah. Like, people actually really enjoy him. I thought his, his promo he did for 205 Live. I thought it was really great. He did a promo. They actually let him talk after his match. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. He, he talked on Raw, too. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. Like they actually oh, let him talk afterwards. And I thought it was like a good a good segment. Um, we've been saying for the last few weeks, like, yeah, the Cruiserweight Classic was great. And those first couple weeks, it was cool to see the Cruiserweights out there, but they kind of fell into what we were worried about, that it was just like... Matches. You guys just go have a match. And yeah, just it. matches. Are either of you feeling a little better about the cruiserweights currently than you were two weeks ago? I'd say currently, yeah. I mean, we got three characters in play now. Yeah, even Gallagher. That was that was another storyline. Like, yeah, like, that, oh. that, that's been interesting, too. Yeah, they brought him back in. They have Tajiri coming. I don't know if he'll, how he'll play, if we'll see him on Raw or not, but he'll be at, at 205 for sure. Cor- yeah. Corey Graves. Was on fire show. Yeah, he was awesome. He said Gallagher eats a cheesesteak with a knife and yeah. fork. <laughs> he was on fire. So yeah, before we do a prediction for the pay per view match, I do want to mention Gallagher. One, I thought it was a stroke of brilliance that he came down and announced that as an extraordinary gentleman, I'm going to interfere in this match. I thought that was hilarious. I was cracking up. It is my intention to interfere in this match. He's- uh, I love that he called him a scoundrel. Yeah, I'm going he's to a give scoundrel. you a thorough thrashing. Uh, the headbutt and the drop kick off the apron. Gallagher, I think, is awesome. He is. I'm looking forward to, to seeing more of him. Yeah, he, he had a good interaction tonight on 205 Live, too. <laughs> Go back to that. He, he kind of was talking to, to Mahal. He's like, you know, I, I kind of warned you about it. And in his way, he said, he's like, I hope we're even now. It was, it was fun. <laughs> No, he's, he's like I'm. Character. I'm. I'm willing to let bygones be bygones. No. Yeah, the accent. Uh, but yeah, the, the idea that as one, the extraordinary gentleman is great, and just announcing it's my intention to interfere in this match, I think is awesome. Uh, but the cruiserweight championship, Rich Swan is the current title holder. Triple threat match against T.J. Perkins, who was his friend, slowly seeming to turn into his enemy, and V. Brian Kendrick, who is known for the mind games that he plays and being able to outsmart everyone. Joey, who wins this match? I'm going to go, given some of the chain of events that I've saw play out, I'm going to go Kendrick. I think it's going to, you know, he's going to take advantage of the plan. Like you said, setting these two against each other. He's going to sneak in and steal the victory from one of these guys, and we're going to kind of see this feud play out a little more. Alo? I, I, this, is, this is another hard one for me because Aries has made it clear he's going to be in this division. On 205 Live. Mm-hmm. So um, it's like, okay, if Aries, if Swan retains, Aries should be back by the beginning of next year so he can go challenge Rich Swan. But I think they played a role with Kendrick being the man with the plan, mm-hmm. no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> that it actually, it actually ends up working out for him. So I'm going to pick Brian Kendrick. This is a tough one for me, too, because. We said that about Kendrick as soon as this thing started. He should be the cruiserweight champion. He's the he's the only one with a character. Uh, it makes sense for him to win the thing. Then Rich Swan started getting like more and more popular every week. Yeah, he's he's doing really getting a well. better reaction every week. So I thought it made sense. Like yeah, give it to Rich Swan. Uh, 
So I almost feel like it would be a little bit weird to take it off of him so soon. But the story, I'll agree with both of you, the story seems to fit Kendrick. You know, he had maybe had one last trick up his sleeve that he was able to play. If he gets these two to turn on each other and then he swoops in and wins back the title. Yeah, because even the face, well, I, came in, I came in when you guys were um, watching 205, mm-hmm. 205 Live, and then right when Swan... TJP well, already had their little problem, and his face was just so priceless. It was like, yeah. okay, I got him. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I, that's why I think I think Kendrick's going to actually pull this one out and re, re, regain the title. Yeah, I, I would like to see that also. Uh, we have two more matches. One, it looked like Sami Zayn may have actually been about to be traded to SmackDown. Which would have been interesting. It would have answered one of my my questions. So well, yeah, all he wanted was Braun Strowman. Yeah, he's been pushing for that pretty much all Monday Night Raw. Yeah, if he wasn't going to be given the type of opportunities that McFoley was given, you know, he thought maybe I shouldn't even be on Raw. Foley said, "All right, I'll call Daniel Bryan and we'll I'll make, make the, the trade. trade for you." And then he said, "We have a trade." Turns out it was just a test, and Zayn passed, so he got his match with Strowman. It's a ten-minute time limit to see if he could last ten minutes with Braun Strowman because Strowman said he could only last, he couldn't even last two. What did you got, Ayla? What did you want to see more? Sami Zayn move to SmackDown or Sami Zayn get his match with Braun Strowman? Even Maria on Raw. <laughs> I'm sure that's what Corey Graves wanted for sure. Yeah, that was awesome actually. Yeah, I laughed so One, the way he reacted. He's like, when yes, he said it. the Red and Queen. The, the next segment when they showed them at the announce table. So she's like, not coming. Like, yeah, he was like still disappointed. Like, oh, so she's not coming to Raw. So it's not happening. Yeah, that was that was a joke. Even Marie's entrance with Corey Graves would be the highlight of Raw for me yeah. every week. Yeah, JBL's doing a poor man's Corey Graves when Eva Marie comes out. Joey, your thought, would you have rather seen Sammy move to SmackDown or Sammy get this match? My thought would be Sammy going to SmackDown because it would answer my one problem. Who would AJ face next? I mean, we're not going to see Ellsworth much longer. He's fought Ambrose a handful of times. We got the shovel coming back, um, which is fun. We'll see Cena out there. It'll be awesome, but I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to see AJ Cena again. Um, so I would say loved it. I think it would be an excellent match between Sami Zayn and AJ Styles. I think that would be a good feud you can carry again. So I wanted to see Sami Zayn get there and probably work towards a title picture. But you swear it'd be Foley. Yeah, I I was hoping we'd get our first trade. I thought it would be better for Sami, but at least there's like a real story to this, and it makes sense. Yeah, uh, and this may actually do more for Sami Zayn. Like it, maybe this will be the thing that kind of pushes him to the next level. Because um, I was thinking, like, oh wow, they're trading Sami Zayn for Eva Marie. That's kind of like, I love that part. Me too. Like, I loved it. I was like, it was like a slap in the face. Like, yeah, wow, they're really just selling low. Yeah, it made more sense. When, yeah, even Foley's face just saying Eva Marie, and he got that smirk on his face because he was. That's how he valued Sami Zayn, like he was nothing. Mm-hmm. So I love, I love that aspect, the aspect of it, and I think Sami Zayn will actually last ten minutes with Braun Strowman. Yeah, it's a way of having Sami Zayn be competitive and look good without losing the momentum you're trying to build with Braun Strowman. Oh, Braun. Oh. <laughs> so I can't even say his name, Braun Strowman. <laughs> Do we think this just ends in a ten minute draw? Well, I don't know if they're going to actually give it. I'm sure they'll they'll, make, they'll put over how much time he's lasted in the match, but I'm not sure it'll be a time limit draw. So what you so you think? So you don't think it goes the full ten? 
I think goes close to ten. And same as yeah, he gets he'll probably get beat up for most of it, and then maybe with the last minute and a half he, he he makes a valiant comeback and ends up losing with like ten seconds. It's kind of a good question. I I think it goes ten minutes, but I don't know what happens. Does it stop after ten minutes? Yeah, is, is it, it a match? Would ring at ten minutes. Is that just it? Mm-hmm. The question is, can Braun Strowman wrestle a match for ten minutes? Well, maybe we'll find That's out. That's the real question. Yeah, who wins, Joey? Well, I think Zami goes to ten minutes. <clears throat> Halo. Sammy lasts close to 10 minutes, but Strowman. Yeah, I'll say Strowman wins because I think that's what they want to do. And uh, Sammy goes, yeah, I think he'll, he'll definitely go more than the two minutes. I'll say that. How long? I think it'll go well, close, though, because. For all the lady listeners, Mr. Sexy can go 10 minutes. <laughs> Anytime, all the time. Anytime, all the time. <laughs> uh, Rusev and Big Cass. We got the tease that we'd see what Rusev and Lana did behind closed doors. What I found interesting about that was they just showed what we all saw. Anyway. Yeah. But they covered it, though. This is the recap. They did. Um, I think that uh, I did enjoy here just hearing Rusev say the term certified G. <laughs> certified D. And G stands for garbage. Uh, I think that... Uh, I liked Cass's segment that he got to have. Mm-hmm. I like when he gets to come out, speak kind of authoritatively. He's not kind of the guy standing behind Enzo. He just gets to kind of come out and take care of business. He got the worst end of it, but Rusev ended up walking away. Cass wasn't ready for it to be over. I believe this is now a match, right? Yep, for the pre-show. Uh, so who wins? <clears throat> Big Cass. I'm going to go Ruru. Ruru wins? Make you deciding vote. Again. Yeah. I think this is going to actually be a good match. Yeah. Big Cass has taken a pinfall. I've had a a strict no pre-show policy for the last couple months. You uh, might have to break that. I may break it for this. I think it's going to be like a good big guy match. It's a good time to break the seal. Yeah. And I think, I think Big Cass is going to win. Uh, this promo was so bad. <laughs> what didn't you like about it? Anytime Rusev and Lana are out there by themselves, it's not good. Yeah, I agree. I did. Like, I said I like Lana trolling Lana Rusev trolling them. Thinking like, you you were going, you thought you guys were going to see what happens behind closed doors. I did like that part of it. You didn't like her saying C R U S H E D crushed. Oh god. So <laughs> and then. Like, we've been saying how Raw has been edgier in the, in the later hour. I believe this happened in the later hour, too. So it actually got fans kind of tuned in, like, okay, maybe, where are they yeah. on the show? So it actually carries over what they've been doing the last few weeks in the late in that last hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's why I thought. I was like, well, maybe they will do something, because I feel like they've been pushing a little bit more in that last hour. But it did work out. They were just trolling the fans, which was fine. I thought it was funny. thought they kind of did their job as heels. Uh, to piss everybody off. And I guess, you know, Rusev gets his comeuppance at Roadblock, end of the line. <laughs> what, what, where it goes from there, I have no idea. But any other, anybody got any statements on Raw or Roadblock before we move on to SmackDown? No, my main statement is you look pretty damn good with that Matt freaking man this shirt. <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. I wish I wish I had one. Thank you. Come find us at House of Horcourt. You can purchase one. Oh, really? <laughs> I think I'll be there. Oh. It is an incredible shirt. Great logo. 
designed by the most incredible, the Lo- Donovan the Lowdown Lloyd. No relation. <laughs> Thank you, Donovan. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it's an awesome shirt. I'm glad you pointed it out. I, I just I was locked in there. <laughs> you wear it to work. You can wear it on a hot date. <laughs> you could... Oh, yeah. I wear it on a date. Here you go. Works works well with a suit. <laughs> it would look good with a tie. You can work. Anybody getting married soon? Yeah. You go right. Groomsman shirts. All the groomsmen yeah, groomsmen wearing, wearing great gifts. Yeah. Great, great holiday, holiday gifts. Yeah. Stocking stuffers. Beautiful. Yeah, it is. Kwanzaa. <laughs> it, 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 all holidays. My question is, when are we getting Matt Madness cereal? I don't know, but for, first things first. This is the most versatile T-shirt. On the t-shirt That's market right now. It is. It, it's more than just a t-shirt. It's, it, it's an everyday t-shirt. shirt. It's the, the t-shirt. <laughs> His and hers. <laughs> multi six. His and hers Matt freaking Madness t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, thank you for pointing it out, Joey. I forgot to mention it. Not a problem. <laughs> Alo, any last words on Raw or Roadblock? Glad I didn't go. Yeah, <laughs> I am too. Uh, I was close. Oh. Yeah. Poor Derek and Russ. <laughs> they paid to see Emelina. <laughs> and they didn't get her. No. Swerved again. Yes. Almost as if Vince Russo had planned it. Yeah. Well, he's taking credit. <laughs> yeah. I- I'm glad I didn't go. I uh, wanted to go, to be honest with you. I especially would have been livid if I went and didn't see Sasha or Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would have been really angry. That's- again, we may not have had a show to do this week. That's how angry I might have been. <laughs> You don't want to see madness that color. No. Ever. <laughs> no, you don't want to see madness get something, that mad. Something's about to happen. <laughs> Charlotte's the most entertaining thing on Raw. I mean, yeah. They're, they're Outside of Braun Strowman. Raw! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Raw, I did think Raw was decent. Uh, better than it had been for like the probably the month before. The last three weeks, I think, have all been pretty good, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so keep it up. Yep, keep it up. <laughs> keep up the good work. Now on to SmackDown. Joe, you're going to stick around, or do you need to jet? Joe has got to go. He's got a uh, Mr. Sexy Bikini contest, <laughs> and you know I got to strip my stuff. I got I got to keep it real for the fans. I would never hold you from that. That that's your your that's real a, passion. That's a positive. That's your real role. Well, I wouldn't say I, I'm more passionate about it than this, but I would say you know right now this is what I got to do. It's your calling. Yeah. <laughs> well. For Mr. Sexy Punakana, C.K. and Joe Rottermill, we will see you next week. Damn straight. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for sticking around as long as you did. Not a problem. Make sure you wear your Matt Freaking Madness t-shirt to the bikini contest. (laughs) You definitely win. Yeah. Uh, On to SmackDown. We got the ad that John Cena returns in Chicago in two weeks. Is there any town that that would boo Cena more than Chicago? They cheer him. They do now? Yeah, they respect Cena. See, I just thought the whole CM Punk thing, they just always are going to boo. Uh, he gets a pop. They respect him in Chicago. Um, James Ellsworth was sent home sick. Good. <laughs> they needed to find a new number one contender. Uh, the, the Intercontinental and World Championship both kind of were in the same, the same segment all night. You had AJ Styles on a, as a guest from his TV. I enjoyed the Miz asking AJ how 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 does he sleep at night knowing that anywhere at any time <laughs> that was so James good. Ellsworth is just waiting. That was so good. <laughs> Striking fear in the Asia, he has to face James Ellsworth. Yeah, uh, and I love the point that the Miz made about like which 
which champion is more prestigious? Like, you have the world title, but I've made the Intercontinental Championship legendary. I think what I'm going to do now is make the WWE title legendary. Thought that was great. Ambrose comes out, obviously. Everyone ducks out. Ziggler comes out. I don't know why. <laughs> Wasn't this supposed to be done? Yeah. Uh, was on the show last week. No. Skull-crushing finale to Dolph. Dirty Deeds to Miz. AJ walks out. Dirty Deeds on Dolph. Luke Harper appears out of nowhere, hits the discus lariat to Dean, which leads to Shane and Daniel Bryan making a fatal four-way for number one contendership. Between the Miz, Luke Harper, Dolph Ziggler, and Dean Ambrose. How did you feel about this, Alo? Uh... The match was fine. I thought I thought Luke Harper shined this match. He needed it more than anybody because it's so, you you only see Luke Harper even getting owned by Randy Orton and, and looking and looking to see be, looking to be the odd man out in the mm-hmm. Wyatt family, or he's facing Kane. Yeah. So it was really fresh to see him actually face actual real talent at at this point. I thought he shined, but you can kind of you can kind of easily tell this is just a holdover because they're saying AJ, AJ will be ready for t- in two weeks on the twenty seventh, but. You know it was a holdover, and then the only guy not doing anything was Dolph. I didn't expect Dolph to win, but then we also saw that Ambrose and Miz thing, and that's actually still a, that's going to be a thing apparently, at least right now, because December leading the Royal Rumble season is always real kind of, kind of jaded because you have to get to January and then lead up to the Royal Rumble when you get to January because mm-hmm. the December pay-per-views are usually early in December. So you have to put, put, put together the programming to lead you into January before you before you actually start Rumble build. So that's all That's all this was. I'm interested to see where that Ambrose, Ambrose Miz thing goes. But Dolph, he's, it's just a holdover because he was the only one not doing anything. He's the only one, he's the only viable contender. Yeah, see, my feeling is he couldn't win the Intercontinental Championship yeah. from the Miz. He just keeps losing. He just had his last chance at it. Now he's the number one contender for the World Championship. Like, I get it. You're kind of limited with who, can, who you can throw in there. But to me, it's just like, come on. There had to be something else you could do. I would have rather have been Baron Corbin. <laughs> um, That's the whole thing. I, I said, main event scene, there's no baby faces. Mid-card, there's no... There, no, main event scene, there's no baby faces. Mid-card, there's no heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just didn't. Uh, yeah, it just makes no sense to me that he couldn't win the Intercontinental Championship. Now he's next in line for a shot at the World Championship. I don't know. I hate it. And this isn't even a thing against Dolph Ziggler. It's just like, come on. Yeah. Like, that's like you lose the AFC Championship game and then they send you to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, to me, that's what that's like. Um, women's division on SmackDown Alexa Bliss. Just dismisses Deanna Perrazzo. So good. Loved it. I don't do charity. She called her Jane Elworth. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. I like when she looked into the camera and said, don't you ring that bell. Yeah. And the camera picked up right on her face. Yeah. I like that part. She attacked She attacked Deanna Perrazzo, thinking she'll avoid a match. Becky Lynch comes out, basically saying, I apologize. I caught you off guard last week. You weren't in your ring gear. But this week you are, and hey, what do you know? So am I. So let's have this match now. Alexa saying, you got your match, just not tonight. Shane O'Mac comes out to save the day, makes the match. Um, what did you think of this match? Uh, the match was fine. I like the story how 
Alexa was avoiding the disarmament at all costs, and she kept running to the ropes just like she did in, in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Every time Becky, when Becky had disarmament, Alexa had her foot in the ropes, so she did it every time she could, every time just to evade it because she knows she would tap out yeah. just like in Glasgow. And a great heel tactic I thought she did was, I don't think heels do this enough, that she was out. She faked an injury. Mm-hmm. Faked in the injury. And then got herself kind of on purpose because she knows she, she, Becky would win, but she could live the fight another day. She keeps she keeps the title. And I love when after the match she attacked her, and Otunga was saying, "Hey, nothing wrong with her leg." Jay was like, "Oh, the adrenaline kicked in." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, it's funny because when I started watching again, I couldn't stand JBL, and I've really grown to enjoy him over like the last six or seven months. <laughs> I just find it to be so funny. When he first started, he was great. Yeah, it's just, I love when he gets, like I've always talked about this, when he gets like real serious about (laughs) something stupid. I I love it. Uh, And yeah, he's obviously way better than David Atunga. Oh, he's so bad. I still say they don't need a four-man announced team. Honestly, it should just be Morrow and JBL. Yeah. You don't need Atunga and you don't need Tom Phillips. Um I agree with you. I did like the uh, the psychology of Alexa Bliss in that match on Tuesday. Uh, I guess they're going to have another rematch at the next pay-per-view probably. That's the Royal Rumble, but that's months away. There's not one more SmackDown pay-per-view? Nothing official. Huh. I don't know why I thought there'd be one more. Because the dirt sheet said there's New Year's Revolution. Mm. In January, but so that's they not might official. have that or they might not. Yeah, <laughs> plans change. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we had Natty versus Carmella with Nikki on commentary. Natty adamant that she did not attack Nikki. Uh, Carmella wins via roll up, which I usually hate, but something about the way Carmella carried herself after that, like just the attitude she had walking out of there, I thought was unbelievable. <laughs> She's another one. She's getting better almost every week. Yeah, she's been the second best one on SmackDown since the brand split. Um, where does this go? Whenever, whenever, well, I'm still waiting for the GTV footage <laughs> of, of who jumped her, but yeah. as of now, it's clear as Natty, but I want it to be Eva Marie so bad. I really do. Cause she we should, know she's not traded from SmackDown. She's still going to yeah, be there. Yeah. But I really, I, like, when you said Eva Marie, I was like, that would be so good. Because you hadn't seen her, <laughs> you wouldn't think about it. They're both on the show. So that would be perfect, but it's clear it's, it's, clear it's been Natty. Yeah, I, I agree. But I am still holding out hope that maybe it's Eva Marie. There's still time for plans to change. Yeah. <laughs> They're always in motion. Uh, tag division, number one contender, Battle, battle Royal. Poor Simon Gotch went out. Yeah. One second into the match. Poor thing. <laughs> Final four was Connor, Heath Slater, Tyler Breeze, and Zack Ryder. How was neither one from American Alpha still there in the final four? Uh, <sighs> like, what are they doing? Well, clearly Vince loves the high bros because they get the end zone cash treatment on SmackDown because in every... And every, and every time something needs to get plugged, it's always the hype bros because you know Vince loves Mojo already. Cause Vince stays hype, so yeah. <laughs> he does. He loves he loves him some Mojo, and you can clearly see that. Because I was like the hype bros, really. That's how I felt when it got to those last four. Who did you think was going to win? It was hard because I couldn't buy any of, the, any of these guys winning. 
Who were you hoping for? American Alpha, because it made sense because American Alpha uh, still had a great with the Wyatt family. American Alpha originally won tag team turmoil. Then out of nowhere, the Wyatt say they're in it, so we're going to face you next week. So they actually still have a gripe with the Wyatt family. But you, they'll probably hold off on to that because Zack Ryder got hurt. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. But American Alpha, in the long term, they're going to be a tag team to face the Wyatt family because I cannot see the the, the Hybros, whether or not Ryder let's say Ryder does get her injury isn't serious I cannot see them being the Wyatt family uh, yeah there's no chance uh, I, you, you could tell right after that spot that he was hurt you could tell by his face I don't know did they ever say how serious the injury was or no no he's in I know he's going to look at well he got looked at today I know that uh, yeah I mean it's a shame for them if he got hurt because that's a a nice spot for them to get put in but then now what happens if he is hurt yeah <laughs> did they just do this again who knows they just give it to the headbangers? <laughs> <laughs> Who weren't in the match, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, so I don't I don't know where that's going to go. Um, I thought the match itself was fine, but I just don't see why American Alpha is not at least in it at the end. Because to me, that's the most viable team. So I don't know why they're not, why they're not in it at the end. Um, Gabriel Iglesias. Mm. Well, we found Apollo Crews. Yeah. Hanging out with Gabriel Iglesias. Um, Maurice saying, you're distracting my husband with the loud noises and that loud shirt, Gabriel <laughs> Iglesias. Uh, did you find this funny or not? When Gabriel asked them is, what planet did you get that suit on, Uranus? <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I'm usually one for the silly humor. I didn't laugh at this. I didn't one. laugh at that either. Uh, Could have done without it. Yeah. Um... I haven't paid him any money since he was on all that. Oh, wow, he was? Yeah. Wow. That's where he started. Good Lord. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't need Gabriel Iglesias on that show last night. Um, do we see Apollo Crews actually do anything anytime soon? No. <laughs> do we see him do anything ever again? The best thing the best thing that happened in that segment was when Miz still called him Creed. Oh, yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. And he had just the look on his face. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't smiling then. No. <laughs> Uh, did anything else really happen on SmackDown? No, that's it. Uh, I don't really have anything else. I don't to, have anything else either to add to it. What did you think was better this week, Raw or SmackDown? Raw wasn't that great, but it kept my attention. Mm-hmm. So I'll say Raw. There was an awful lot of Daniel Bryan and Shane this week. Yeah, in the office, mm-hmm. which we don't need. Uh, this actually was a question Joey gave us. He wasn't sure if he's going to be here for it, which he's not. Where do the title feuds go from here? Do you have any idea? Raw is going to be the same same three same three four guys because well, it's going to be. Are we straight up through WrestleMania with one of these four guys challenging for the Universal Championship? Yeah, because because at Russell because at Royal Rumble I, I I've said it's going to be a fit of foil or a triple threat. Jericho and Rollins are going are going to be in part of that match. I don't know if Reigns is going to be throwing there too, but that's going to be your raw, your universal title thing. And with the world title, we still don't know because Ambrose has got a thing with the Miz, and we don't know how long that's going to last. That's just probably a holdover to to till January so you, before you start building for the Rumble. And then the, the, we had the Undertaker come out before on the Go Home Show Survivor Series saying WrestleMania will no longer define me. We haven't seen the guy yet, mm-hmm. ever since. So 
where is he going to be? I, I would I would think he would face AJ Styles since he's saying WrestleMania isn't going to define me. Yeah. You got to be at least show up on the show. You don't have to wrestle on SmackDown. Just say just come out cut promos on AJ because him and versus AJ will be will be great because AJ's never faced the Undertaker, so right. he, he can take all Undertaker's mind games for granted, mm-hmm. and and he'll sell it perfectly. But that's what I want to see AJ versus the Undertaker because AJ can carry the Undertaker. The Undertaker need, at, the, at his age, he needs to be in be in there with guys that can carry him and work with him, and not him have to carry them. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to see that too. They've alluded to it. Uh, they might as well take advantage of the Undertaker these, you know, while they still have him. So why not? I don't know what they're gonna do. Like you said, they're, it, the the rosters are lopsided. There's not a whole lot there. So I, I'd welcome uh, The Undertaker uh, in a program with AJ Styles. Uh, NXT, for the third week in a row, I have not found time to watch it. I'm waiting for a free weekend <laughs> to get caught up. Um, did I miss anything? Well, they, they showed the title change in Japan. Mm-hmm. The match was, I prefer a TakeOver Canada match. Match was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't nothing special. Kind of. It was kind of quick for a live event match. Really? Yeah. It, it didn't get. It didn't get much. T- it, it didn't feel as long as you would think. I think maybe around twelve minutes, close to that. <clears throat> we got a tease of Nikki Cross and Oscar. Okay. Which would be interesting. Which I never. Maybe. I never. I didn't think about that because I think Nikki Cross can actually. You actually buy her being Oscar because she has, the th- Eric Young and Sawyer Fulton yeah. and um. Alexander Wolf. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I don't know. If, are you familiar with Damo? No, he's one of the new NXT recruits. He's he actually well, Sandy, two Eric Young and one of the members of Sandy. They had a tag match against Rich Swan and No Way Jose, and then Big and Damo. He came out, came down and, and knocked out No Way Jose, and then threw down Eric Young's jacket and stepped on it. Hmm. So we don't know what's gonna go on with Sanity and Damo. So he's making enemies. <coughs> <for you>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar defeated. Oh, not was it Oscar? No, Ember Moon defeated defeat Kimber Lee. Okay, that's two words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that you know, on DI, oh, DIY had a promo, and it's been announced that on the January 11th episode of NXT, we're going to get DIY versus the Revival in the rematch, and then at NXT Takeover San Antonio, going to get DIY versus the Office of Pain, and the Fatal Forward the Fatal Forward qualifying matches were announced too. It's going to be <clears throat> Odie Lorcan, Bobby Roode, Ty Dillinger. I forgot who he's going to face. I know Almas is a part of it, and I also know that Eric Young is a part of it. Um, do we get new tag champs? No. You don't think yet? No. How much longer before well, they... Well, take over San Antonio, maybe, but not on the um, January 11th episode of NXT. Yeah, I hope they let uh, Gargano and Champa get a little bit of a run with them. At least. Uh, <coughs> do you have any listener questions? Yes, we got one from Donovan Lodat Lloyd, no relation. <laughs> the creator of these wonderful shirts. <laughs> he read a dirt sheet, so that's never good. <laughs> We're off to a bad start. <laughs> I read an article recently saying that they think Christian, Jeff Hardy, and RVD will make it into the Hall of Fame. What do you guys think? <coughs> this is Christian, Jeff Hardy, and, Jeff Hardy. and RVD. Man, all three of them deserve it. Uh, and I definitely did not read this. I don't know what the reasoning could be for them not being in the Hall of Fame. RVD definitely deserves to be yeah. in sooner rather than later. Uh, Jeff Hardy, when Jeff Hardy came along, there was nobody else like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christian, 
I really think if Christian had not been so closely tied to Edge, you would view Christian as being a lot better than he was. Yeah. But you just see Christian as he wasn't as good as Edge, and he didn't have the accolades that Edge had, so he kind of takes a step back. And my thoughts are I'd be disappointed if any of those three didn't get in because I think they all have a they have a case to be made that they deserve to be in. Because mm-hmm. I think Jeff will be in, going as a tag team with Matt. I don't know if he'll be going. He'll, he was a former world champion, but I don't know if he'll go in, going individually. I think he'll be more. It'll be easier for him to get it as a tag team. Christian, so underrated and undervalued. He was mm-hmm. so good. Like you said, he got he was attached to Edge way too much, and that took away from his. They were brothers. <coughs> yeah, <laughs> they are brothers. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Oh, sorry. They're, they're brothers, <laughs> but it took away a lot from Christian's career in WWE. But he went on the TNA, become, became a TNA champion. He's actually in the TNA Hall of Fame. That joke, mm-hmm. but I believe Christian does get in because Christian so. So valuable because he was perfect. He was so good. Yeah. RVD, no doubt. He needs to get in. I don't know mm-hmm. what they would think if he doesn't get in. No, that'd be ridiculous if he doesn't get in. And his second question is, with Mickey James signing back to WWE, do you think she dethrones Asuka or goes straight to the main roster? Huh. I mean, if one of those two things was going to happen, I think her going straight to the main roster is more likely than her dethroning Asuka. Uh, but I don't think either one's going to happen. I think she's going to be in NXT for a little bit. She may get a rematch with Asuka, but I don't think she's going to beat Asuka. I feel like that needs to be saved for something special. Well, the report on that is that she signed a multi-year deal, and he also said that she's going to go to SmackDown. That's 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 the report. So <clears throat> On a dirt sheet? Yeah. So that could happen or it could yeah, not Yeah, it could happen or could could not happen. But that that's what they're saying. That she's gonna go to SmackDown. I'm just waiting for the Mickey James versus Nikki Bella, John Cena on a pole match. <laughs> so what do you think? Do you think do you think that she does go to the main roster? Yeah. Okay. Because SmackDown could use her. She'd be great against Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. I, I think she'll be a great challenger for Alexa Bliss. And now, and with all this, <clears throat> have you heard the rumblings about Women's Royal Rumble? Match. I've seen it on Twitter a little bit. I haven't really read into it at all. So what is what is it that they're saying? They're saying they're just gonna have a women's Royal Rumble, and I I, I think that'll be a nice at the Royal Rumble. Or yeah, at, at the Royal Rumble because I think that'll be a nice touch because you have these two women's titles. You have enough women. You can inter- also integrate the women from NXT as well. Yeah. In, into that match and ha- have surprise entrance. Like they're saying, Mickey James won't start till January. However, just be a surprise entry in that match. Mm-hmm. And it, it will work because you, 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 you're you talking about putting the, the women on the same pl- level playing field as the men. Why don't you do it? I don't, I, it's, it's not like a money in the bank ladder match, which I still think – I don't think they would do because I'm scared – I think they're scared of what that will actually look like. Yeah. But a, a, I would not be against a women's Royal Rumble match because actually it would actually mean something. Yeah, that would be cool if they did that. I would, I would be, get on board with that if they did it. Uh, any other questions? That's it for tonight. Uh, anything you need to say before we get out of here? Vengeance 2001 will also will be available tomorrow. Tomorrow, so we have two presents for you. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Um, our review show is, is coming soon. I will have nominees for all the categories for you guys next week. Also, tell your friends to get with our friends. We could be friends. We do this every Wednesday night. Five star, five star, five star, five star, five star reviews on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Follow us on Instagram, Matt.Madness underscore podcast, Matt Madness on t- Matt Madness on Twitter. So that is the show for tonight. For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, the voice that runs the place, the European champion, Alo Aaron Lloyd. For the departed, Mr. Sexy Punicana, Joe Rodermill. I am Ron Pashery, and we will see you next week.
all of they talking all of they hop on the top rope by the land with this elbow got him now put him down right now hit him with the palm handle Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist of Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the Vince McMahon, it ain't shake the land off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.